Welcome to The Stare Down, sports talk and real estate with Sean Carpenter of Coldwell Banker in Columbus, Ohio, Bill Risser of Fidelity National Title in Tampa, Florida, and Todd Meininger of Cummins, Georgia. Listen in as they discuss the week in sports and toss in a pinch of real estate too. Now your hosts, Sean, Todd and Bill. Hey, greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode 105 of the Stairdown. It sounds like a radio dial. Welcome to Rock 105. <laughs> hey, this is Sean Carpenter in Portland, Oregon. I'm joined by my regulars, Bill Risser in St. Petersburg, Florida, Todd Minier in Cumming, Georgia. Good evening, boys. How are you on Sunday night? <laughs> I'm doing great, man. Um, I think Bill's, uh, Bill's had a day, but I'm sure he'll, if he wants to expound, he'll let us know. But Bill's you know, had a Long day, so let's let's start with you, Todd. Then we'll then we'll recap on on Bill's week weekend. <clears throat> Great weekend, Sean. Uh, really back a ton of sports yesterday. So much sports. I hate to even say this on the show, but I had to mix in some some Netflix this afternoon just because <laughs> I felt like I was almost OD'd on sports. Can you believe that? Yeah. I mean, you, have, you have hockey, you have baseball, we have golf, we have soccer. Um, just a real active time of year. So. Anyway, yeah. great weekend, great weekend. And, and Todd, great, a great text by you yesterday, just to preempt. You're like, are you guys watching NHL playoffs? It is some of the best sports I've ever watched. There's, I'm yeah. paraphrasing, but it, it, we'll talk about it in a minute. But it is truly the penultimate of the playoffs, right? Because the first round of, of the NBA playoffs, first round of baseball, obviously they're trying to advance, but it's, it's so visible how 100% in these guys are. I, I mean, I was actually, um, I was actually inspired. First of all, I've told you guys a million times. It's always hockey always amazes me. Not only the athletic school skill, but they're skating. Right. Um, and doing it at the same time, but those guys go so hard. They go so hard and they're on ice. It's kind of like life. Sometimes if you can keep going hard, even when you're skating on ice, um, good things will happen. But so it's really, really fun to watch. Um, I had a good time watching a lot of NHL yesterday. Good. Bill, what's going on with your weekend, man? I saw some big gators on Instagram. Oh, man, that, that, that was today. But let's start with yesterday. So um, I was in a, a scramble. Our, our company, Fidelity National Title, sponsored a uh, foursome at an event. I took Anthony Malafronte, you know, a good friend of ours. Who? Anthony. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> a couple other guys uh, from his team. Hey, he's and, a loyal listener, so let's give him a shout yeah, out. Anthony. absolutely. What's up, Anthony? And, uh, and we ended up at one point um, – uh, it was a celebrity golf tournament. So we got a celebrity assigned to us. We get Mike Finster, a PGA journeyman who also played on the senior PGA tour as a journeyman, but qualified for the U S senior open last year. This wow. is our, this is our celebrity that plays with us and dude's late fifties and crushes the ball, Sean and Todd. I'm telling you, um, three bills plus straight that sound wow. and trajectory. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's a whole different the, feel. Just the, it's so, a, it's a, it's not a, it's not a hit. It's a launch. Yes, yes, it's a launch, and it was a very short course, uh, like fifty seven hundred yards. For whatever reason, it was a, not a very big course. We played these white tees. We eagled every par five. Nice. We, we birdied every par three. We ended up shooting nineteen under and one by three shots. So, hey, okay. nice. Yeah, so we win a tournament. Uh, that's all great. And, and, and you know what's funny, Bill? Let me interrupt. Uh-huh. Every other player in the tournament thinks you guys cheated. Absolutely. Every- that's just how it works. In I a know. scramble, we we left, scramble. And, and you could buy two mulligans. Everybody bought their two. We didn't use two. 
How's that? Wow. <laughs> we left two in the pocket. That never happens. Because there was no pars made. You made we made three pars, but they were putts. It's like, hey, let's just not burn it here. We might need it later. And we Early just on, yeah. everything just kept working. That's fantastic. Yeah. Hey, Sean, Sean and Bill, you mentioned that. Everyone was kind of grumbling. But don't – I think everyone knows the guy who seems to win every every scramble format tournament. They it's, very anno- it's very annoying. Like, you're like <laughs> – on Facebook, oh look, one again! I'm like, wow, that's like the seventh term in a row you've won. That's so here's here's the good news. This is you know the, the the you know what we won was we got to choose a foursome for the four of us to play together someplace, and nice. we got four plaques because it was for a nonprofit. Cool. They had these yeah. plaques made, so there was no great you know um, three hundred dollar gift card or yeah some goofy. So thing. so so Finster gets nothing is what you're telling me. Finster uh, gets- he got a plaque. That was okay. it. Yeah, he got a plaque, but he's not playing golf with us. No, we might oh, take. He, he was one of the four, guy. or he, he was. was one he was the fifth. He was our fifth guy. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it really was a great time, and and so you know they they're a little slow on the award ceremony stuff, and I have to stick around because we won. Mm. Back home to St. Pete, pick up Cindy, and away we go to Orlando to a Camping World Stadium. Wow. Now we're on the road, and we're getting there, and we we end up walking as we're going through the gate. Jimmy, go, we're getting it right at seven. So, we, by the way, still a ton of people in the parking lot drinking. They're not even, yeah. they're paired headed up, but they're not going to the show. They're just going to listen from the lot. And, <laughs> and as we're going through the gate, uh, changes in attitudes, changes in latitudes, fires yeah. up right at seven o'clock. And so we get in for the second song. Uh, and so, you know, our very first Buffett experience uh, was really good. I mean, for as old as he is, and, 71, and, right? Yeah, he, like doesn't, 71. he doesn't sing difficult songs. He never has. Mm-hmm. He's not like some fantastic singer he's just a guy who loves to have fun right and yeah and it's not band, queen up there yeah. right and the band was great and everything was going it was just it was just awesome and i got to see all the stuff that typical parrot heads do like they knew about fins left fins right and they're doing all this <laughs> stuff yeah and shaking them back and forth it was a great so was, so he plays for an hour 20 it was pretty straightforward and no 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 encore he goes off at seven twenty. uh sorry eight twenty. And then at nine o'clock, the Eagles take the stage and play for two and a half hours. Wow. wow. And every single song was a hit, you know, and, uh, and Vince Gill was there, right? Vince Gill and, 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 uh, Deacon Fry, Glenn Fry's yeah. son, okay. uh, who sang take it easy to kick off the show, which was, I'm sorry, after seven bridges road, that's kind of their, that great harmon harmonizing opening of a show. But, but then they, the, um, uh, Glenn Fry introduces De- Deacon, or I'm sorry, Don Henley introduces Deacon. It's very well done. And, and he sings that song. He, he's got long hair like his dad did when he first started with the Eagles. And uh, he's, he's, his singing is good. Um, and he, between he and Glenn, Fry, uh, I'm sorry, Vince Gill, they did a great job of picking up the pieces with either Glenn Fry or Randy Meisner, who's no longer, no longer with the group. Sure. So uh, Timothy B. Schmidt's still there singing his stuff. Um, Joe Walsh, insane how much yeah. energy this dude Yeah, has. you know, he, he oh, played my- he played with Petty last year before Petty died. Uh, oh. It was incredible, yeah. So they let him do all his solo stuff. It, it's almost like a little break or whatever, but he goes nuts. And so it was great, you know, a um, um, great encore with uh, Hotel California Desperado, which mm. both songs are close for Cindy and I have really cool personal, um, mm. you know, moments. And so it was great. And then uh, so roll home, get home around 145, set the, oh. alarm, set the alarm for 530 to make a golfing round of golf today. <laughs> so, and how did, yeah. uh, did, did Buffett come out and join the Eagles at all? Or no, no? no they were completely separate. Yeah. Wow. Did their really? own thing. Yeah. I think, I don't know if it's part of it. 
You know, I've read um, multiple books on the Eagles, one by Don Felder, another by a, a music writer, um, you know, and Don Henley is a, he's kind of a control freak. He's a different very, cat, right? Very yeah. critical about their, their performance on stage. And so I think that was part of that, that um, maybe he just, he has their show, he has it down, he knows the timing. I think that was yeah. part of that. So. Yeah, got it. Hey, two, uh, two things, um, Bill. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I read a, in many interviews, Buffett has always said, he's like, I'm not a very good guitar player. I'm not a good singer. I don't write a lot of my songs. But the guy just sells a dream. And I think people just yeah. absolutely yeah. love it, right? Absolutely. No, I totally get it. To- and, 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 go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I mean, I totally get it. And I, it was seeing it live was a whole different experience. Um, every song I know he sang, you had told me that last week. He was going to sing everything that you know, Bill. He was, yeah. And he did. You know, uh, including, I, even I remember, oh, it's five o'clock somewhere. I know this song. I've heard this a few times. And so sure. everything, you know, popped up. Hey, Bama Breeze, you sent us a video. Yeah, I sent you a little quick Bama I knew you guys would know it. I didn't know sure. it. Sure. You know, but uh, very cool. It was, it was. That's uh, one of his, that's one of his, you know, probably B-sides if you, if you look at the whole roster, but, yeah. but one that's well known by this point in his career. Right, Todd? Right. Yeah. And the Bama Breeze is the, I, I believe it's a veiled reference to the uh, Florida Bama bar, right? On the Florida, yes. Alabama border. He yes. brings it up. Um, he brings it up in the little talk up to the song. It absolutely yeah, is. Yeah. Yep. So, um, did I misread or misjudge uh, uh, an emoji that uh, Cindy put on Facebook? She had Buffett and then a sleeping emoji. Did she not enjoy uh, Buffett as much as you did? That's probably accurate. I missed that emoji. <laughs> yeah, check, check on her Facebook. She yeah, was a great she, time with Bill last night. But then she mentioned Buffett and had some Z's. So, oh yeah, um, she she wasn't as big a fan. Um, she enjoyed the Eagles it, portion better, right? Yeah, I mean that's that's our that's understandable. You know, that, if you've that's never that's seen our life, right? If I you mean, don't if you don't listen to Buffett and then all of a sudden you're brought to a Buffett concert yeah. and you don't get the whole vibe, it, I, miss, I, I totally right? I, I totally get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. so so that was great. Um, played I actually played decent today. You know, uh, my my quote is twenty four. Shot twenty two on you know three hours of sleep and uh, walked the whole day. So it was great. But I I did. I'm not a napper. I'm like the anti-napper. My wife will take naps. I, I just, love naps. Yeah. Never take a nap because I figure I can be doing something productive. Sorry, Todd. No, it's okay. <laughs> but there, there was. I, I got home, got on the couch, put put, <laughs> I put the baseball on the yeah. Razor playing and just crashed. And then we had a great nice. storm come through. I think Todd, you you got parts of it, but we mm-hmm. had Riley, Riley, Riley got parts of it too. Right. We actually had a a tornado not a tornado watch and warning. In Pinellas County, yeah. Wow. So uh, I guess that's cool. No, I'm trying to figure that out. Um, and then the Gators today were huge, and you saw that picture that Anthony Anthony's the crazy Gator picture guy now, Sean, because he <laughs> got his label. <laughs> and the golf ball by the tail was just awesome. So he threw it on Facebook. I threw it on Instagram. We both made our own nice. jokes about it. But um, yeah, that that's that was the same Gator in the same place I saw my first one. So I think that's that's not my friend, you know. So I call him Gary. Nice. <laughs> So 13th, 13th, you know, the pond on the 13th green or where? He, he, he's off. Uh, he's actually in the driving range. The driving okay. range is a pond. Okay. So he's, okay. you know, you know what we're talking about. Yep. Of course. Yeah, so coming up the ninth hole at that place off to the right, the driving range. And that's where he lives. So anyways, right. yeah, well, so, hey, let me give a golf update. Then we'll, 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 we'll jump into our, our conversation about sports and this. Well, this where, where are you at? You got to tell us where yeah, you're at. So, so yeah. I'm, in, I'm in Portland, Oregon. I took off about uh, seven o'clock this morning. Uh, pouring down rain in Columbus, flew into uh, Chicago, pouring down rain in Chicago. Fun, uh, good times. Right, right on the border of uh, of snow. They were about probably 25, 35 miles north of Chicago was a snow line. So we get into Midway, and it's, you know, of course, when you're flying through rain, 
in Columbus and rained in Chicago. The whole flight, it was one of those flights where they basically said it's an hour-long flight. Keep your seatbelt on, right? Yeah, flight attendants aren't even getting up. It's, no drinks. <laughs> yeah, no, no drinks, just, you know, and so it was bumpy and choppy. You land, and we, um, you know, we change, you know, get off the plane, and I actually got on the same plane I was on, but it was, a, you know, a, a different flight to Portland, four and a half hours out to Portland. Get in here, and I've never been to Oregon. So as I touched down, I checked off another state. I'm now at 45 out of 50. Wow. Uh, still have three to go. And I'm going to hit one this year in the, in, in the fall. Um, I have to go. You have five to go too? No, no, you. You said 45 out of 50. Right? Yeah, I've been at 45 out of 50. I have five to go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. So 46, 47. I have Oklahoma, Alaska, and oh, wow. then the other three I can hit in one day. I have New Hampshire, Maine, and Vermont. Wow, New England. Um, I, yeah. I could hit them in, in one day if I wanted to, to knock them off. Um, but just had a great time. I kind of checked into the hotel and, and popped around and visited a couple different breweries, uh, Deschutes Breweries out here, um, uh, a great spot called uh, Ten Barrel, where I met, met this great guy who might join us on the podcast next week. His name's Shay, uh, and he's with his, uh, his friend Shana, who's from Atlanta, Todd. Uh, shout out. He, uh, Shay knows some people up in Cumming, Georgia. His parents live in, in Cumming, actually. Oh, is that right? Wow. Yeah. So uh, he works for the Portland Trailblazers. So uh, kind of a, a, as, we, as we talk about the NBA playoffs here in a few minutes, uh, some good insights on that. And I told him, he, I told him he'd come back on the, I said, you got to come on the show next week and give us some insights. Shay, if you're checking out this episode, dude, next week, jump on. <laughs> we, right. We need yeah, NBA help. We need NBA help. I, I told him, I said, here's the, here's the format of the, uh, the podcast. We just need help. It's three buddies who sit around and drink beers and talk about the week of sports. And he's like, dude, I'm in. So Shay, <laughs> if you're listening, be on the, the podcast next week. We'll, we'll get the details offline. Um, so, Bill, um, let me just recap before we talk about this week's sports. My golf week started, my golf season, obviously I played with you uh, out in Phoenix, which was great. But my golf season in Columbus started yesterday uh, on my home course. It was myself, my, my son Ryan actually got up early to play. Uh, my brother Kevin and his coworker Shane uh, had a great day on the OSU gray course, the easier of the two courses. But I told the guys, I said, listen, this is the first time I played in a month. And last month was the first time I played in four months, right? Um, so it started out bogey, 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 double. And then I made some pars. Shot 83, so not a bad round. My little brother, Kevin, who's not my little brother. He's same same size. My, my younger brother, right, Todd? <laughs> yeah. My younger brother. He dropped five birdies on the, the scorecard. Wow. Um, had, had eagle putts on all three of the par fives. Wow. But listen to this. By about the seventh hole, Kevin looks at me, Bill, and he says, damn, your son's hitting the ball a long way. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan is just piping the driver. I mean, there's one of the par fives. He just went – he knew he was hitting the ball good. Hole number eight, he just just took on the dog leg and just said, I'm just going over the corner. And he pounded it. He had like 170 in the green on this par five. Mm. Nice. So – now we got to get a short game going. So I'm going to have you and Anthony send him some some texts or some tweets along the, the season and say, "Short game, buddy. Short game." Yeah, how's it going? Yeah, how you doing? Yeah, yep. good, he, good, good. He he finished. He and I both uh, kept lipping out on birdie putts throughout the day. 18th, all four of us hit within a 12, 13 feet of the green. I lip out for the fifth time in the round. Ryan drops one in and says, "Finally, you know." <laughs> uh, yeah, so. I, I got a question. What's a birdie putt? <laughs> <laughs> has nothing has nothing to do with a pigeon. So the yeah. uh, I, I have a, a question for you. Um, 
is I'm trying to remember playing with Ryan. Is he in love with his 60 as lob wedge around the greens? Like, uh, he, yeah, well, yeah, he's gone to his 58, but he keeps blowing it over the, he kept going over the green. He, he just couldn't get the distance. And I kept but telling him. How about him, the short chips though? Like if he's like, you know, 10 yards off the green, does he go to a really highly lofted club every time? Yes. He, he likes to play it high and yeah. spin it instead of that bump and run. He's got to learn that bump and run this time. Yeah, so I'll, mm. I'll promote that this year. Okay, That's what I'll promote. It, you got to have all the shots. If you saw my if, game, I play very low. I do too. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, especially the in the grass I play around here, this Bermuda, it's so hard. So I, yeah. it's much better to, like I, I had a, a near chip in in the tournament yesterday where I hit a nine iron low, um, ran it within three inches of a cup, you know, that, that, that secured another birdie for the team. And it was a 50, 60 foot, you know, chip. So yeah. I think, hey, listen, uh, Bill, you know, if you, any pro will tell you, get the ball on the ground as quickly as possible and let it roll like a putt. Yep. You, you got a much better chance of making it. Yep. as a putt than he does a chip. So but it's not near as much fun as flying that 60. <laughs> a huge, a huge tell that I'm a, uh, a hack. I will putt whenever possible. Um, I'll, I'll no. be, I'll be, I'll be 15, you know, okay. 15 feet off the green. And I'll be like, I think I can put this up there yeah. and, and, and more confident. I'll get it closer than, than my chip, my chip short game. Yeah. Yeah. Chip. 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 Are the worst. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and, and if you watch a British ship open, you know, a lot of these guys yeah. feel very comfortable from 60, 70 yards, even off the green. They just yeah, rolling their putt, hey, before we get going on the real important stuff, can I ask you guys if any, are you watching Brock Meyer? I'm not. I don't know oh, what that is. Oh my is gosh. It? It's a, uh, uh, Hank Azaria. Okay. And it's on, it's on Amazon prime. So I'm a, I'm a prime guy. Yeah. Good. It, I watched, uh, the first four episodes of the season as I got out of my nap phase today, I watched the first four episodes. He plays a, a baseball broadcaster who was with the Royals back in 2007. And he goes nuts when he finds his wife cheating on him. And so he, he goes on a rant on air. It's, it's, and by the way, it's a hard R. So make sure okay. you're, you're, you if the kids are around, you want to be careful. I'm a big fan of hard R. Oh my gosh. He, he, <laughs> I, I uh, quote after quote after quote, I'm filing away in that bank I can use someplace later, not here. And um, it is one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. So now he's going back. He's in Morristown, like Pennsylvania, doing the Morristown frackers where, you know, like the Pennsylvania oil company's fracking in the town. And it's just a stupid look at this guy who comes back and he's doing a minor league uh, team of super, like an independent league. And he's the, uh, he's the PA announcer. Not, they don't even have a radio uh, right. contract. He plays this perfect mix of a Vin Scully, Red Barber kind of a dude with all these weird sayings and expressions. Heavy, he's an alcohol. I mean, Brock Meyer. Hank Brock Meyer. I'm looking up right now. Find it and watch it. Yeah, it's on Amazon or Netflix? Amazon Prime. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Bill, uh, on a similar baseball note, I hope I didn't inter- interrupt you, but um, I binge watched Eastbound and Down oh, about a month ago. I, ne- good show. I had watch never it. watched it, and I couldn't stop. Sean, have you watched it? No. Oh, oh that's put you that on your list. Watch. Is it yeah. baseball or football? Baseball. It's baseball. He's an ex ex major league baseball. He's ex closer, washed up closer, and it's Danny uh, Danny McBride. You know, you yeah. know Danny McBride from yeah. uh, uh, the Jungle movie and from all the <laughs> sure. Yeah, he's hilarious. He plays this okay. washed up reliever, um, but and he's, he he coaches at a high school, but. Um, You've got to see, you've got to see Brock Meyer. I, yeah. I, I, Amanda Pete plays, you know, the, the lady who owns the team in the bar in town. She's hilarious. Uh, the team is made up of a bunch of misfits. It's just, it's just great for someone who loves sports. So nice. All right, cool. All right, let's hit, let's hit on sports guys. Uh, stare down sports talk and real estate. We've oh, talked yeah. about real life, uh, over in Hilton head, the 
the RBC Classic. RBC Heritage Classic. Uh, yeah. Always kind of a, a fun tournament for the players to go to after the Masters, the pressure of the Masters. They go over to Hilton Head. They enjoy the, the luxurious, um, la- lavish um, quietness of Hilton Head. They, they play. Davis loves winning that tournament five times. It's not one that a lot of big players go to, um, but it's one that a lot of the players enjoy because it's a family event. Uh, Satoshi Kadara beat Siwoo Kim on the third playoff hole. They played early in the day because of storms coming in. Not much else to talk about. Luke List, Bryson DeChambeau, and, and uh, Billy Horschel come in uh, a stroke out of, of the playoff. Um, I'm sure the fans were salutatory for the winners, but not a huge um, fan base is going to cheer for uh, two guys that aren't from our country uh, and, and don't speak – don't speak English. So uh, congrats to Satoshi Kadara beating Siwoo Kim. Uh, let's jump over to the NBA, guys. Um, mm. Playoffs are in, in on, uh, on the on the dockets. Uh, Boston is their, their first game. Uh, they beat um, – who they beat? They beat um, Milwaukee. Yep. Uh, Oklahoma City, Utah are, I believe, going on right now. Maybe might have just finished. I don't have that on my TV right now. Houston, Minnesota plays tonight. Golden State won big last night. Big. Over San Antonio, you see Popovich's press conference. Uh, he's you know he's, he's nutty. <laughs> he, is, he is nutty. I mean, <laughs> like like you could just tell the guys, even as veteran as they are, Todd, they don't want to ask questions because they're just like, if I don't get the question perfectly, yeah, yeah. right, he's, it's gonna he, come across wrong. And the one guy said, um, "How did you guys play this afternoon or or or, or this evening?" Mm-hmm. Like he was he was nervous that he even got the time of day wrong. Right? He's a gotcha guy, Popovich. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's looking to get you. Oh, by the way, Thunder, Thunder up ninety eight eighty five with six forty seven left. Okay, ninety eighty five. Uh, Toronto wins. Listen to this, guys. Toronto won their first first game right for in, in the playoffs ever in ten years ten ever years. yeah wow. ever. yeah yeah ever. that's amazing. <clears throat> They've never won a game one. Wow. In the first round of the playoffs. Even with Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, all those guys. In yeah. yeah. So now that since Cleveland lost today to Indiana, we're just penciling in Toronto out of the East. Okay, good. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure I'm clear on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just yeah. that easy, right? Yeah. And, uh, and Philadelphia wins their 17th in a row. They win mm-hmm. by almost 30. They rolled. Um, they, and, and they played without Joel Embiid. Right. Um, they're a fun team to watch. I'll tell you what, Ben Simmons. Uh, was was a assist or no a rebound short of a triple double? Mm. Um, the guys become a triple double machine. Um, gonna be very interesting to watch what happens now. Now, Bill, you mentioned Indiana beats the Cavs in Cleveland. Yeah, uh, not even really close. It got close a couple times. You and I were texting. Cut to seven, I think, cross yeah. country. Mm-hmm. Um, but but o- Oladipo and the guys, uh, while they kind of went to a stall offense at the end, um, Cleveland just couldn't do anything. They just you know. Pacers defense and Pacers aggressive offense in the first, second, third quarters was, was what made the difference. Now, is there anyone on this podcast that thinks the Cavs aren't going to win the series? They should, right? You never know, but yeah, they should win. They should. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I would, I would expect they win four to one. Um, but, um, you know, it, it does make it interesting. It does put pressure on LeBron. It'll, it'll, you know, it'll lead to the questions of, you know, are you good enough? And and oh, it, it definitely it awakens the beast in LeBron. I mean, he's just gonna yeah. yeah he'll he'll get that team fired up. And um, we talked about another situation. Sometimes uh, maybe a game one loss, you know, will help help him kind of refocus. Right? It's kind of like a bogey in golf on hole one. Sure. It's like sure. 
hey, I'm, I'm, I'm playing for a major. I got to focus here. So, Todd, it's kind of like a double bogey because sometimes a bogey is a great score. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not upset. Depends, right? <laughs> I, I, meant the, I meant the really good guys. Oh, okay. uh, not oh. us. <laughs> I meant the pros. Oh. So you weren't talking to us. Is that no, oh. or, or, nor myself. So anyway. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Todd's like, I'm going to hit another one. Yeah. As the mulligan. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I bogeyed so, my first hole today. So, so NBA, I'm interested to see what happens. Uh, you know, clearly um, – the big, the big thing for me, guys, was seeing Golden State come out and just pound San Antonio. Yeah. Um, and if you look, if, if you listen to Draymond Green's press conference, man, the guy, the guy really has a chip on his shoulder about y'all think we're not a championship team. We just showed you we're a championship team. We, you know, we don't need, we don't care who's on the court. We're gonna play hard, and maybe that's what they need to to play good. Now, you know, there was no one on San Antonio that could really match up with Kevin Durant because of his size. So he was being guarded by like six foot three guys and six foot five guys. Um, but he took advantage of it. They, they really, they worked the offense every time he had the ball to his hands. If he was being matched up against a smaller guy, the Spurs miss Kawhi so much. It's not even close. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, that yeah. Just, it's not, they're not the same team without him. So yeah, I mean, literally there other than Ginobili, who's what 65 years old, <laughs> there's, there's no one on that team. He, he that, starts wearing a toupee. That's going to be awesome. He puts a Marv Albert toupee on. That'd be the <laughs> best. <laughs> you know, he, he looks like he got like the Friar Monk uh, like haircut on purpose, right? Exactly. Um, Sean, you know what I, I have for a pet peeve? Let's talk sports pet peeves. Ooh. I hate the way athletes like Green, and, and he's no different than anyone else, but they have to like create this, yes. this, this drama, this – that's people are that. out to get me. And I'm like, no one's out to get you. But they do it, and they, it's fuel to their fire. I get why they're doing it. But nothing annoys me more. I mean, you get paid so well, you shouldn't have any have to have any motivation to want to win, right? But right. I, I think part of that's coaching, us against the world mentality, good versus evil. I get it. But, gosh, that's just to me, that's just kind of a tired. I mean, yeah, you'll be crazy. You don't think Kerr's talking about that when that locker room door closes? That, hey, oh, yeah. they're, they're, they're trash. No one respects yeah. us. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's the oldest uh, trick in the oh, book. I just, coach, so. I guess it's kind of tired for me as a, as a fan, but I get it. I get you it. Know, it. And that's why I think you like, you respected Lou Holtz, you know, as a coach, he's like, guys, we're playing Navy this week. Navy is one of the toughest teams in the country. Navy's going to come in. They're going to block. They're going to tackle. And they're just going to make us want to be good. So Notre Dame has to be the best football team we can be to beat Navy yeah. this week. You know, then they won 65, nothing. Yeah. I didn't believe him back then either. So. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> Let's go over to what I think is the ultimate playoff in all of sports is NHL. Um, it just, it's such a good level of hockey. Um, Todd, like you said, even someone who doesn't watch any hockey can be drawn in to watch a hockey game. In the uh, playoffs, yeah. Very quickly in the East, Boston up 2 nothing, Tampa Bay up 2 nothing. Tampa Bay looked very good. Uh, in their two wins. By the way, they, they were 0-3 against the Devils this year in the regular season, so we see how important hockey playoff, or how yeah, hockey, right. playoff hockey is, right? Yeah. Um, also in the East, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia up. Uh, that's, that, that series is tied uh, after a dominating performance by the Penguins in game one. Yeah, 7-0. Uh, so <laughs> they came back and pounded uh, the Penguins at home 5-1. Yeah. Uh, in the surprise um, – uh, in the East, uh, and maybe not a surprise because Washington struggles so much in the first round. Uh, my Columbus Blue Jackets, who I'm wearing their hat tonight, uh, Blue Jackets uh, steal steal game no, one. Playing right now, uh, it's two to one uh, Capitals after after one, um, but steal game one in a playoff uh, in an overtime game where. 
couple questionable calls happened where one of our guys, one of our Columbus Blue Jackets guys got, got a 10-minute misconduct in a game or a five-minute major in a game misconduct, uh, kicked out of the game, Josh Anderson. Um, Capital scored two goals on that, you know, five-minute major. Same, almost the same play, but probably worse because the guy lowered his shoulders and, and threw weight into the into the play, um, gets a two-minute minor. Mm-hmm. Um, for the Capitals against against our uh, um, Alex Weinberg, very you know, and I, I guess it's one of those things that I'll just speak as a Columbus fan for a second. It's one of those things that, as much as it pisses you off, maybe once you can win a couple of playoff series, you start getting that call. Yeah, I'm serious. I'm serious. It's but, you know, people people talk about Jordan rules. People talked about Shashevsky. Go back in the annals of Duke and Indiana and 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 Alabama football. Before they won, they didn't get those calls. Look in baseball. Tony Gwynn, after he proved how good he was at the plate, right. got every freaking call. Right. Lasorda, after arguing so many yeah. strikes, yeah. didn't get a lot of calls until they started winning. And, and then all of a sudden, he got them, right? Yeah. Uh, it's, part hope, of, it's part of It's just human nature. I hope, I'm not, I hope I'm not showing my ignorance, but you're playing the Capitals, right? I mean, this isn't, uh, this isn't an Alabama or um, you know, a New England. Yeah. I, I hear what you're saying, but I think – I think you're wearing your fan hat a little bit. Um, I'm wearing my fan hat, Todd, because Columbus, when it comes to the NHL, from the from the refereeing, from the reviews, from the instant replays, anytime there's a uh, let's go to Toronto for the review, yeah, Columbus has probably won one out of twelve to fifteen reviews. Anytime it goes <laughs> up to Toronto for a review, could it be yeah. the coach is bad at calling for reviews? Oh no, those aren't called by the coach. No, yeah, those aren't called. Like I'm saying, like if there's like a if there's a goal where you know the some, there was interference or or a high stick or something like that, it's yeah. very rare that Columbus gets the call. Whereas Pittsburgh, on the other hand, yeah, I bet if you look over the last ten years, Pittsburgh has gotten a majority of the calls in their favor versus against us. Well, listen, you you and Bill are fans. I'm 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 kind of a you know. Uh, peripheral fan just because I don't have a home team. So it's your perspective is interesting. I, I would have never even yeah, it just, considered a, a chip on the Columbus shoulder, if you will. So. Yeah. Now, if you, if you, you know, once again, if you go back and look at those plays from game one, um, one was a five minute major and a 10 minute misconduct, which, which means he's kicked out of the game. Wow. The other, the other play, which was very similar, except the Washington player lowered his shoulder and forced him into the boards whereas the Columbus players just collided at the same time and the guy happened to turn his face, um, that was a two-minute minor. Now, think about just the difference in that. But remember, with a five-minute major, yeah, uh, you keep going. Yeah. You stay on the power play until right. five minutes or not. Yeah. 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 And with two goals. Now, in this game right now, Columbus you know, has, has brought it back from a two-goal deficit. They're now trailing two to one heading to the, uh, heading to the first intermission. Shots on goal, though, Washington 18 Columbus eight. So they've got to wow. get their offense going. Yeah. We haven't even brought Vegas. I mean, they're, they're rolling, right? Wow. Yeah. Let's, let's hit the other ones. Uh, so, so in the West, uh, Vegas yep. up to nothing, uh, San Jose, the surprise, uh, the one road team that's up to nothing. Once again, it's mm. built. What's, what's the, what's the saying in playoff hockey? Yeah. It doesn't start till someone wins on, on, a on a road ice, right? road ice, yeah. uh, Nashville up to nothing. Uh, and Winnipeg up one nothing, and I believe Todd, you said Winnipeg and uh, Minnesota are it's two to one. I think Minnesota right well, now. Well, three three two wild at the moment, but I think, I think wild, Winnipeg's yeah. up. Winnipeg's up two zip, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. They yeah. Oh, they are. They are. Yeah, they are. They're, they've got a chance to advance. That's right. They were the first ones uh, to play last week, so right. they're up two nothing. But first game on Minnesota ice, so Minnesota looking to hold ice, obviously. 
Yeah. Um, and, and as we said, you know, in the playoffs in hockey, you've got to win on the other person's ice. It's yep. just the work. <laughs> so, so I was watching, I was watching hockey with, with Jenny last night and she made the, one of the, an observation only a, a woman can make, right? She's like, I don't know how else to put this, but hockey player are men. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> you are so right. I mean, is there any more masculine, uh, uh, person on the earth than, than a hockey player? No, and, and tough as nails, almost almost to a man in the sport, the most approachable athletes out there. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. they're just know. the yeah. nicest guys. Yeah, I don't know if it's the upbringing, uh, how it works through the junior leagues, whatever it is. But boy, um, you know, you hear nothing about that. We you know, the guy, our 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 guy in the celebrity golf tournament yesterday had played with Stamkos and played with uh, a couple other guys on the team and just said they're just the nicest guys you know uh so yeah they're they're, cool. they're studs well, and the I two mean, and the two best things about hockey that we've talked about before sean is one overtime playoff hockey is oh, unbelievable oh. and number two uh after the series they, they line up and shake hands i think that's one of the best, yeah. best traditions in sports right yeah. yeah yeah well and you know the fact that every single player there's not a single player i don't think that i've heard of on any team that doesn't not shave once they start the playoffs right <laughs> And some of them are so bad. Like they're yeah. just like, like this gnarly look, tough of hair. <laughs> well, like the, some of those kids are 20, 21 years old. And right, they, right. they can't grow a beard, right? <laughs> right. You know, oh, and then you got the great. Brandon Burns, you know, with the San Jose Sharks. It's like a Zach Brown is, is jealous of his, of his beard, you know? Yeah, so, that's funny. Todd, hit, hit on soccer for a second before we, before we wrap up the show. Oh man, what a, uh, a very active week. Um, so one of the best things about soccer that we've talked about before is the, the promotion and the relegation. So um, there's actually, the, the leagues were decided this week, the Premier League and the Champions League. So the Premier League, Manchester City, even though they had a miserable week for them, they lost to Liverpool twice in the, um, in the, in the, cha- uh, the UEFA Champions League, and they lost to Manchester United there their rival, um, so lost three in a row, but they ended up winning yesterday, and then Manchester United lost yesterday, so they clinched, I'm sorry, they lost today, so Man City clinched the Premier League this uh, this morning with the Manchester United uh, loss, which has got to be... Now, how uh, did those guys great. do it? Did they drink champagne? Did you, was there a video of them, like, sitting, did they watch no, the game? So, here, here's the beauty, is with social media, um, their coach, uh, Pep, gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking his last name, um, but anyway, the Manchester City coach was on the golf course with, with his son, right? He's like, I'm taking my son golfing. Because Manchester United lost to the bottom, the, the worst team in the league today. Wow. So they were expected to win. Um, one of their star players, you know, went home to Belgium. Um, you know, they, they have a couple days off. So it was kind of neat to see on social media those guys chiming in. Um, so huge win by West Brom Albion over Manchester United. Again, they are facing relegation. They're deep. Uh, they're many points behind. You'd think they have nothing to play for, but they upset Manchester United to, to help Manchester City win. Conversely, in the Champions League, Championship League, um, I hope I'm saying that correct. Yeah, English. Wolverhampton uh, won the league, so they will be promoted. Um, so that's that was big news. Okay. Um, and it's kind of neat how they do uh, the Championship League promotion. So the top two teams automatically get promoted, right? And then the next four teams do a, play in a playoff. Wow. So three plays six, four plays five, and then those winners meet in Wembley Stadium for a, a one-game playoff for the third so and final the, promotion. Yes. Wow. Yes. 
So really cool. I kind of, I kind of dig how they do that. It's like an American um, Idol final. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, UEFA, UEFA champions league, Liverpool advanced to the semifinals. Um, and they got a great draw. They, they do a redraw every, after every leg. So they're playing Rome, Roma. Um, and Bayern Munich is playing Real Madrid in the other, in the other half. So the two powerhouses are lined up together. Um, Liverpool's got a great shot. And one last, one last thing I've known, I've gone on too long, but there's a Europa league, which is the junior champions league and the Europa league winner automatically makes the champions league next year. So Arsenal, who's having a miserable season on all accounts for them are in the semifinals. So they are playing to, to win the Europa league so they can get back to champions league play. Um, uh, today they lost. They're in sixth place, and the lineup they put out today, Bill, you can tell they're they're saving guys for Tuesday's Europa League. You, you know, in spring training, you love to see the guys with like sixties and seventies in their uniform. Yeah, they they had a player out there uh, who was number sixty nine. So uh, it's it's probably <laughs> one of their U twenty ones that's an up and comer. They're like, you know, come on out and <laughs> let's see how you do and get a Premier League cap. So a lot of really uh, it was a really active week in uh, in, in soccer. So. Bill, anything catch your eye in Major League Baseball this week? There were about three weeks in the season. <laughs> Red Sox are on fire. Yeah, they, they uh, their best start in history. History, twelve, 12 and two. And two. Yeah, and the Mets, and the Mets are eleven and they're thirteen and two because they won today. Yeah, uh, Red Sox um, won. Uh, I'll tell you what. Are, what Mets I'm are, noticing, are twelve and two. Yeah, yeah. What I'm noticing in baseball is I've never seen this many postponed, canceled games due to rain and snow. And I mean, what a crazy! <laughs> but did you see the highlights of the of the crazy. of the Royals game yesterday? No, I missed it. There was in the snow. In the snow. It was like a literally snowfall coming down in the middle of the game, and it was – they played. Wow. So so yesterday, the Cubs and Braves played. The high was 37. Mm. It was 25-mile-per-hour winds, right? And even Joe Madden after the game said, oh, my God, these two teams need to be commended, but there's no reason we should have been playing. Well, what, the Braves, else happened? what else there happened? Was, there the was Braves were up 10-2 and ended up losing 14-10 to – <laughs> the Cubs put a nine ball in the eighth bottom of the eighth inning. Nine ball corner pocket. Is like they, they almost had more runs combined than the temperature. Yes. But you should oh. see those guys. Like, guys were wearing, like, just yeah. the, yes. the – All they could see was No one hands. can see us do it. But, yeah, the full, ski mask. Full face right? ski mask. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. It was crazy. Baseball is not meant to be played in the 30s. I mean, it's – you know, it's no. – You know, you can – Look, all three of us would would damage our hands severely yeah. if we hit any one of those pitches with a wooden bat. It'd be, yeah. Did the Rays the Rays made the series in 09, right? Am I remember that correctly? Oh, 08, I think. Well, Joe Madden said he thought the World Series game in 08 or 09 was the coldest he's ever been. And he said no. Yesterday was wow. was that topped yeah. it times two. Well, so. Mike Trout hit a Mike Trout hit a home run yesterday in in uh, Kansas City in that snow game. Went 469 feet. And I can't even imagine that had to hit on the absolute sweet spot of the bat oh, for yeah. him not to have broken his fingers because right. to hit the ball that far with a wooden bat that in cold. 37 degree temperature and the Otani is falling. The Otani watch continues. He, uh, he had a three run triple this week. Wow. <laughs> uh, he was pitching today. So I don't, um, does I don't he have know. Suzuki swing or what? Ichiro swing. Oh yeah. He's got that. Unbelievable. Total. Right. He probably grew up idolizing. Ichiro. Yeah. Who didn't. Right. Yeah. Didn't. Right. Yeah, so he, uh, he does have that. Classic, uh, classic swing. Yep, he's fun to watch. He's fun to watch for sure. Cool. All right, well, hey guys, let's let's wrap it up. Bill's, Bill needs to get to sleep after his concert oh. last night. Um, I'm on the West Coast, so I can I can. Uh, You're just getting going. I, yeah. I'm just getting going. <laughs> uh, Bill, fill me in on what's going on on the real estate sessions. 
Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I listened to the episode on the plane uh, with Ryan from uh, Realogy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was kind of interesting. I, I really in- enjoyed his conversations, and I, uh, I threw your name out as the ultimate real estate podcast of all the podcasts I listen to. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so, he, he was uh, – that was a – Alexandra hooked me up with him, and I just – I found that fascinating, that, that topic of mergers and acquisitions and value – how do you assign a value to a company, and um, just what he's doing is pretty cool. Um, this week, get back to the roots of the show, and, and I interview um, – James Roy, uh, uh, he's a transplant from Michigan here in Tampa Bay, and uh, been, I bet you it used to be Wa at some point in his life. If he's from <laughs> James Wa, yeah. But uh, James Roy, and he has James James Roy and Associates is his brokerage, and he's got some interesting strategies. He's uh, I love your take on it, Sean. After you listen to it, when it comes okay. out Tuesdays, he's trying a different kind of a model that I've heard variations on, but uh, so pretty cool. Um, I'll listen as I'm, as I'm driving from Walla Walla to Bend on to Corvallis. So uh, and I, I'll, I'll then, yep, the rest of this week I'll be uh, down south. I'm in, I'm four days in Lee County. So wow. I've got, I've got uh, living in the condo down there. Yeah. Two different presentations for associations. And then there's a tech summit on Friday. I'm doing a, a real quick hit. They're doing really fast 15 minute style talks, you know, kind of a, maybe the old agent reboot. And my topic is predictive analytics. So, you know, mm-hmm. things like offers and smart zip and sure. uh, first.io, Mike Schneider, those kinds of things. So it'll be, a, it'll be a fun talk. That's my week. Well, your, your relationships and conversations you've had with those people will help you uh, add some value oh, to those, yeah. to those uh, party presentations. Todd, how about you, man? What's going on in, in the coming Georgia, Northwest, uh, Northwest Georgia hardware and door market? Um, great question, Sean. No, I'm real excited about this week. Um, I cover the, the entire state of Georgia, um, which is which is great. Uh, it's a it's it's a big whole state. Nice. The whole state. It's big, but it's not too big, right? So, um, gonna travel. I'm gonna be in uh, Warner Robins, Georgia. There's uh, just south of Macon uh, tomorrow. Real excited about that. Gonna call on some good good customer accounts. And then Wednesday, super excited. I'm gonna be in the Valdosta, South Georgia area. Nice. You boys are going to love this. I'm taking a client golfing on Wednesday afternoon. We're going to try to get in. So uh, mixing the sports with the business. Um, going to be playing at a course called uh, Kinderloo down in Valdosta. So, Sean, if you're bored there in Portland, go ahead and Google uh, Kinderloo and maybe uh, see the course layout and let me know how many balls I'm going to lose. So. <laughs> I, I will do that. <laughs> I will super, do that. Super excited. It's, it's one of these guys that, uh, you know, you have some clients that um, are just clients and they have some clients that are, you know, kind of half friends, half clients. So he's a real sure. good guy. So I'm looking forward to it. So hey, man, that's the, the building relationships and having fun part before the solve problems. It's, it's an easy call. I tell people all the time, some of my accounts, it's, it's, you know, you got to eat a big breakfast and, and put on your big boy pants and other calls. They just take care of themselves. Right. It's just, just an easy right? call. So exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's great. Well guys, for me, Pacific Northwest this week. It's a long travel week, but it's kind of the last one of the of the season, so to speak. I flew all the way out to uh, Portland, Oregon today. As I said earlier on the start of the show, first time in Oregon. Uh, today, I'm just bopping around and visiting the city. Tomorrow, I drive across what they call the gorge, the, the beautiful part of, of mm-hmm. central Oregon uh, along Route 84 and the Columbia River. I'm um, going to stop in at um, a waterfall and, and – Mount Hood or Fort Hood, mm. uh, stop in at a couple different spots, and then make my way up to Walla Walla, Washington, where I speak for the Coal Banker First Group out there. Then I'll head back down to uh, the Coal Banker Valley Company down in Corvallis, jump back on a plane on thir- Thursday afternoon, and head to 
Omaha, Nebraska to do a re, uh, real estate bar camp. Oh, with JC? With JC and the group. Nice. Yep. Great. And then head home and uh, and then just start trying to, to to get some real estate deals put together. So hey, it's been a good well, week. Before you hang up on us here, I want to ask you a question. Did uh, did Was Wendy able to help you out with some of the sightseeing yeah, things? Yeah, she there? actually – yeah, I got a whole list of things. I'm going to uh, check off on my way past uh, – you know, I got about a four and a half hour drive. If I just go straight there, it's four and a half hours. I got the yeah. whole day, Bill. I got no Perfect. hurry. Perfect. So I'm, I'm going to get from here, <laughs> leave here early in the morning. I'm going to drive out to uh, Fort Hood and, and have some breakfast. Uh, sadly, a couple of the places that they told me in that little town are some breweries, but they're not going to be open that morning. So I'll, probably, yeah, you don't want to hit I'll, them that early, right? I'll have some breakfast, then I'll, I'll go a little further down. The cool thing, guys, with, with, with no time frame, is if I just see a cool exit that I want to stop at a waterfall, if I just want yeah. to see a, a pull off on the, on the freeway to take pictures, I can just stop and I can, you know, um, and somehow, somehow Sean, I know like if you just see a goofy little diner with an interesting name, you'll show up in there and you'll know the names of the owners and the servers, yeah. and the top yeah. customers, and there'll be a photo on social. Cause that's, what yeah. So yeah, you're, so your theme song uh, should be Zach Brown's No Hurry. Uh, you should play that over and over. <laughs> Very nice. And then later in the week, uh, download Counting Crows Omaha. Great song. Uh, listen Ooh, to that. One of my favorites. Yes, listen one of my favorites. And uh, Todd, I'll say when I got in my rental car, t- uh, in, the, in the gold lot, Bill, I picked out a, a, a nice Ford Fusion. Nice. Uh, and I, uh, I couldn't get the, my phone to connect to the, to the uh, Bluetooth. You know, the, the Bluetooth. Right. Yeah. So I... Uh, as a Hertz Gold member, I have uh, Sirius, so I just kicked over to the, the Grateful Dead channel for my drive to the hotel. Channel twenty three. Yeah. First song on West LA Fade Away. Nice. Uh, always, always just a good one, and it was just followed up by you know uh, Morning Dew and just some good tunes. And I'm just thinking like a raining day in Portland, where probably Dead played. 50 times a million times yeah oh yeah. my god it was I, so I, I had my so, dead fix on the golf course malafronte plays the dead every really That's every awesome. oh ripple does he play? i get the whole story of ripple and you know <laughs> so, I, so sean uh my, my, my what, probably my favorite local brewery other than obviously Sweetwater, and uh, but uh it's called cherry street burling here in cumming georgia um so they they their uh best-selling ipa is called west la hopaway oh that's so, great love it. <laughs> right you gotta love it all right. Love it. So, all right, boys. Good talking to you. Bill, get some sleep after your Buffett and Eagles Fest. Todd, send our best to Jenny and the kids. And uh, on behalf of Todd and Bill and all of our sports fans around the country, and Shay, you've got to join us next week. If you're listening this long, you've got to join us next week. I'm Sean Carpenter. Thanks for listening to The Stardown.